Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Amen. It's my favorite, favorite subject. I love faith. Uh, when, we, when, when, when I got saved in 1999, um, it, it, there was a lot of messages that were around the subject of faith at that time. I feel like it's probably that's the reason why I am so uh, attached to this subject. It is because very early in my years of, uh, of, of my salvation, I actually experienced the power of faith. I experienced the power of faith in, in, in the early years, you know, and once you grasp a principle in the early years, you can never let go. You know, so there is no one who can come from anywhere who can convince me not to believe God. Because I saw him in my early stages of my salvation through faith. Somebody say through faith. So now the title again, just like last week, is I believe. Somebody say I believe. Come on, somebody say I believe. Please turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter number 9. Verse number 23. And today I believe we will finish. Hallelujah. Mark chapter number 9, verse number 23. The Bible says, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible. But all things are possible not to just anyone. There is a specific kind of a person that begins to have possibilities in their lives. And the Bible says that person is him who believes. Say, I believe. So Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believe. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Belief. Hallelujah. Shout, I believe. I believe. Well, the critical element of fulfilling our callings in our lives is faith. It is a very, very critical element, and we cannot allow ourselves to ever shy away from this critical element uh, to fulfilling destiny because, as we may all know, we are not here by mistake and we are not here just to pass time, but we are here so that we can be able to fulfill the purposes of God over our lives. Somebody say amen. And I believe that Umfundisi did well last week in introducing us into uh, uh, this force called faith. Because the Bible says that anything that is done outside of faith, if we are believers, then we are sinning from God. Should we do anything outside of faith? Somebody say amen. amen. So now the Lord Jesus Christ, even himself, could not perform any significant miracles where he was born. Why? Because of their lack of belief. So in other words, when you don't believe, not only are you hindering yourself, but you are also even hindering Jesus himself, the all-powerful one. But if you do not believe, you are also hindering him not to be able to do what he wants to do in and through your life. Jesus has got a perfect picture 
future for your life, concerning your life, concerning your family, concerning your business, concerning your career, concerning your calling. Jesus has a perfect picture that he, he is cheering you on so that you can be able to fit into that picture and be able to fulfill the purpose that he has for your life. However, if it is not mixed with faith, if you don't give him faith, then he cannot be able to do anything in as far as helping you out to get to that picture that he already has for your life. Somebody say amen. amen. And I believe that Mfundisi did teach us last week that uh, when we have faith in our hearts and when we practice faith in our lives, we are then transferred into another dimension, a dimension of God himself. Somebody say amen. Because all things are possible for us if we believe. But it is God who actually uh, 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 operates in that kind of a realm where all things are possible. That is why he is able to say it and see it. It is because he is operating in the realm of all possibilities. If God can say this is not green but it is red, it will become red because all things are possible in the realm of God. So when we practice this force of faith and we are those who are not found wanting in our belief, all things will be possible for us. Somebody say amen. amen. So this force of faith causes us to be able to please God because the Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. We are those who are supposed to contend for this force to be able to have it being practiced in our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. So now faith is the force that silences the voice of the enemy. And faith, the nice thing about faith is that it delivers everywhere and it delivers for everyone. The force of faith delivers everywhere and it delivers for everyone. So in other words, when you develop your faith, it does not matter who you are. It does not matter where you come from. It does not matter where you are even in life. Once you are the kind of a person who exercises faith in your life, God will be able to come and rescue you and things will become possible for you. So faith is going to work for you whether you are on the mountaintop or you are in the valley. Somebody say amen. Sometimes some of us think that when we are in the valley and we find ourselves going through the valley, we even say that we are not even going to pray. We are not even going to believe God. Why? Because we have found ourselves in the valley. But I want you to know that faith is a force that delivers even right in the valley. And in that twinkling of an eye, you find yourself on the mountaintop. Why? It is because you did not climb that mountain. It's just that you applied the force of faith that delivers anywhere and for anybody. Somebody say amen. So in other words, whenever you find yourself in the valley, you just need to even push through and make sure that you don't allow yourself to give up. You don't allow yourself to sulk. Have you ever, have you ever saw people who, when they are, their things are not going their way, what they do, they sulk. Yeah. But the problem is God answers prayer, not sulking. Amen. Yeah. 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 
So when you say, I'm not going to pray, I'm just going to sulk. Lo and behold, there will be nothing that's going to happen for you. Why? Because you did not pray. God does not answer sulking. He answers prayer. There are people who get angry at God and say, I am not going to go to church. I am not going to pray. I am not going to give. I am not going to, I am not going to tithe. Why? They are sulking. But sulking is not prayer. There was a time in my life where I thought God calls those who he does not love. Because of what I was going through. And I was like, ah, oh, Lord, no. So each time there's someone you don't like, you just call them. I think that's your strategy. And I would come to church and I would sit. But then, something within me would come and be like, sulking is not going to help you. God does not answer sulking, but he answers prayer. So when you come to church and you waste your time, instead of praying, you are sulking. And you are saying, uh, God is not answering my prayer. You did not pray. What is there for God to answer? Because you did not pray. Somebody say amen. amen. So it delivers everywhere. And it delivers for everybody. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 6, verse number 16, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So in other words, faith is a weapon. Faith is a weapon of choice that you can be able to pick up. The Bible says, taking the shield of faith. So in all the armor that God has given us as his children, as it is tabled, in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 6, we will see that everything else is to attack, but, this, the, the, and, but then faith is to protect. So you can be able to protect yourself from anything that the enemy may try to throw in your life, in your career, in your business, or wherever you find yourself in your, in your, in your studies. But you can be able to take up the shield of faith. So in other words, the shield of faith is always there for anybody. Yeah. However, it works for those who take it up. So you need to take it up. How do you take it up? You study, how do I believe God? Amen. You study those who have believed God before. And then you are able to see that those who have believed God before are not those who only had things going their way. However, they believed God even apart from the things that were not going their way. Somebody say amen. But they were able to stand. The Bible says having done all to stand, stand therefore. What does that mean? It means you must be present because many of us, what we do is we believe when we are seeing results but as soon as we see that there is silence and there is not much that is taking place and there is not much that is happening, we then shy away from our belief. Somebody say amen. But then the Bible says we're having done all to stand, you need to stand, which means to be available. So having done all to stand, be available for that which God is coming with. There are many people who stand and then at the brink of what is about to take place, then they move and shift. 
Just when God is about to do something. That is why then the Bible counsels us to say, having done all to stand, stand. Be available. Be present for your breakthrough. Be present for that which God wants to do in and through your life. Be present for what God is coming with. So now I said, for us to be able to take up the shield of faith, we need to study those who have used faith before. And that is why even in the book of um, Hebrews chapter number 11, scattered all over are those who have done great and mighty things. And those people are people like you and I. And those people walked here on earth just like you and I. But then the Bible says their game changer was the force of faith. That is why they were able to do great and mighty exploits. If you read, uh, even in the, if you read, even still in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11, you will see that it says these elders obtained a good testimony. It says by faith, these elders received a good testimony. And as you are exercising this force of faith, I believe that you are also going to obtain a good testimony. Not just a testimony that anybody can overlook, but a testimony that is so good, a testimony that is so great in such a way that anyone and everyone can be able to obviously see that God has done something great in your life. So number one, we, uh, 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 you did uh, uh, you were taught about it faith gives you boldness to start and that is found in Hebrews 11 chapter number 8 we also were taught that uh, faith gives you strength to endure temporal setbacks and the Bible says they are temporal because they will not last so all that you need to do is to endure and that is in verse number Nine, and also faith will give you courage to, sa to sacrifice. And that one is, fine, is found in verse number four. I said people who are scared to sacrifice are people who did not obtain what they have by faith. Amen. I said sometimes people think it is by faith that they have obtained certain testimonies only to find that it is by time and chance. Because the Bible says uh, time and chance happens to them all. So in other words, time and chance can happen for any one of us. Sometimes maybe we testify and we say, God has done one, two, three, and four for us, only to find that it was not through the force of faith, but it was through the promise that God made, which says, Time and chance happens to them all. But I don't know about you. I don't want to, to fall under the group of them all. I want to be the group that does not wait for time and chance. Why do I say that? Because even if the clock is not working, it's going to be correct twice a day. But imagine if you are correct twice a day, but there is 24 hours. So there is a lot that is available for us if we can be able to use the force of faith to, to force those things to happen in our lives rather than waiting for the period of time and chance. Because if you wait for time and chance, you will have to wait until that clock is correct 
uh, at that particular time. But with the force of faith, you can force things to happen in your life. You can be able to say, this is a season that I am not comfortable with. And you check whether this season, is it God maybe trying to teach me something? And upon establishing the fact that this is not God teaching me anything, but this is the enemy causing me to stay in the wilderness longer than I am supposed to. So I'm not going to wait for time and chance, but I'm going to pray the force of faith and I'm going to exact faith into my situation and the enemy will not know what hit him why? because I have a weapon of choice and that weapon of choice is called faith we also did well in saying faith gives you the grace to please God because it is impossible to please God without faith and today, we are continuing. Remember, we are going through the exploits that the elders experienced through the force of faith. Somebody say, amen. amen. Number five. Faith gives you discernment to avoid distraction. And that is verse number seven. The Bible says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, Moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he, com he, com he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Now Noah believed that something that had never happened with will happen. He believed that as soon as God said it to him, even though he had never seen it happen anywhere else. Remember when Noah built the ark, it had never rained before. But when God said, I am going to destroy uh, uh, this earth through something called rain, through water, Noah believed God. How many of us are sitting down there with things that God has spoken to us about, but because we've never seen them ever done before, we are not able to believe but then the Bible says that Noah descended and was able to avoid destruction. How many of us, if we don't use this, uh, this advantage called faith, this advantage of hearing what God is saying about our careers, about our businesses. I even said last week in Pinoni, somebody can be able to even discern when the markets are going to go down where you have invested and you will move your money and as soon as you move your investment, that company goes down. Why? It is by discernment and discernment is just simply to know what to do and when to do it by divine revelation that comes from God. But some of us we don't use this advantage that God has given us to say as the children of the most high God, we have the ability to hear from God and be able to be divinely warned by God. That we can know things before they can happen. Just like Noah, the Bible says it was by faith that he was able to discern that indeed what God said was going to happen. Even though I have never seen it before, but it is surely going to happen. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Number six, faith gives you speed to reach your destiny and to reach your destiny on time. Somebody say, On time. Come on, somebody say, On time. 
Come on, somebody say on time. And I see you this morning reaching your destiny on time. Uh, sometimes there are many people who are able to run. However, it's the one who has reached the destiny on time who is the winner. Somebody say amen. But then the problem is you become the winner and you, and you reach your destiny on time only if you have speed. And the speed only comes by faith. Somebody say amen. The difference between me and Casta Semenya or you send bolts is because the speed that I have, because I can run. If you can say to me, run and, 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 and get to the door right now. I can run and get there. But the difference between me and them is speed. That is why, Bona, they are able to coin millions and millions and millions of even dollars for you, St. Paul's. Why? Because of his speed. Yes, he reaches his destiny, but his speed causes him to reach his destiny on time. And when he is on time, he becomes number one. And I see you becoming number one on your destiny. Somebody say, Amen. It is through faith that you are able to reach your destiny and reach your destiny on time. Now in the destiny equation, speed is critical. But speed comes by faith. Speed will not only come to you because you wish for it. Speed will not only come to you because maybe you feel cute and you deserve to reach your destiny on time. However, the enemy is not here to play. The enemy does not want us to reach our destinies. I always want to make sure that the enemy does not interfere when it comes to my destiny. Why? Because he is able to want you not to reach your destiny and causes things to hinder you when you are trying to go forward and reach your destiny but it is a blessing that comes from God to give you speed so that you can reach your destiny on time why must you have faith to reach your destiny on time why must you have faith to even obtain a good testimony on time it is because time is of a very critical factor because if God can bless you with a double story house at the age of 65 you cannot enjoy the stairs you will have to have a bedroom downstairs you will never ever experience the upper room because of the knees it's a blessing but the time factor plays a critical role that is why I always pray, Lord, bless me and bless me good early. May God bless you and bless you good early. May it not be late. May it not be too late. In the name of Jesus Christ. Early. On time. Because sometimes the enemy can be able to say, no, you don't deserve this. You are young for it. Who said that? Who determines the time for a blessing? It's a prayer point. Early. 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 There are people who have cars that they can't drive. Not because they don't enjoy driving, but because they can't see. Old age. And now you are blessed. May we never wait for our pension. For us to be able to enjoy life. May we enjoy life while we are still young. 
May we enjoy life while we can still travel. May we, Bazalan, I'm not joking. This is a prayer point that I made after our spiritual father told us that God blessed him and became, the and became a millionaire for the first time when he was 60. He said, very late, Mantoban. Yes, I could afford a life. Many of you, because uh, many of you are from around here, will know Bishop Zetan Mzimela. That's our spiritual father. He told us, he said, I made my first million at the age of 60. I don't wish it for you. And in no, in no time, he was not able to travel anymore. Yeah. I remember when there was a, 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 a Mzalwane from a Builders Church Binoni who blessed us and took us on a first class trip, saying, just in case, first class, this, first class, hey, it means, it, does, it means faith. It only means faith. So this couple took us on a beautiful, beautiful Cheap, first class everything, like, yay, hey. I'll tell you the story for another day. And when we came back, we were so excited. We were so blessed. We went for a week, five-star treatment, everything, seven days full, like beautiful. We had a great time. Came back, we were so happy, and we wanted to see Baba and Ma and just share. Because sometimes when you are happy, you don't even know who to tell who will even be happy for you. May God give you people who are going to be happy for you. Because some of us can't even tell our friends. Can't even tell our friends. Why? Because even if they don't lawyer you for that matter, but the words that will come out of their mouths and the things that they are going, that they are going to do afterwards, are not good for you. So now, we come to Deben. We say we have, a, we have lunch with Baba and Ma. We talk to them. We tell them. We show them pictures. We, and, they, and then they blessed that couple because like, they were so blessed on our behalf. They were so happy on our behalf. But then he says something that struck me. He said, You know, I've never gone on a first class. I always go on business class. This is so beautiful. What you are telling me, I want to experience. And please pray for me. He even took Mfundisi's hand. I said, pray for me, pray for me. So that I can have strength and just take my wife for the last time. At least even if I go to be with the Lord, it's okay. If, so that I can just take my wife to Dubai. Because, I mean, it's Mfundis who said, at least Dubai, Baba, because Dubai is eight hours. You know, it won't be too long of a trip, you know. But you will experience this first class. And he said, I can't travel anymore. But Uma Muzumela can't travel, but I can't. But I want to take her. Pray for me so that God can just heal me and give me strength so that I can go on the last trip, one more trip. And he did not get it. He passed on. He did not get it. He had the money to do it. He could not do it. Why? The blessing came too late. May your blessing come on time. May God give you speed so that you can be able to enjoy the blessing that God has given you in your life. Now, the opposite of speed is delay. Why do we contend for speed by faith? Why must we be, of, why must we be those 
who want to have speed in our lives. We want to have speed in our lives because the opposite of speed is delay. If you do not have speed in your life, it means you are delaying in your life. You are delaying in your calling. You are delaying in your purpose. You are delaying in that which God has called you to do. The life that God would want you to live, you are delaying. And we all know that God, by faith, can give us speed. But the enemy can always try to short circuit our speed and cause us to experience delays. Now I want you to know in just a few minutes that there are three types of delays in the kingdom of God when you are busy pursuing your purpose when you are busy pursuing that which God has called you to do there are three types of delays there is a delay that is called a divine delay and that delay is a delay that comes from God which is a process because we all know that God takes us through processes so that he can cause us to be ready for that which he wants us to experience so that then the blessing does not kill us but the blessing causes us to flourish because there are people who experience breakthroughs whereas they are not ready. So instead of the breakthrough to take you to the next level, the breakthrough then kills you or kills your marriage or kills uh, 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 whatever it is that you can think of. So there is a divine delay which is a delay of preparation. For an example, Jesus... The king of kings is, as we speak, seated at the right hand of the father. Does it make him a person who is not powerful? No. It's just that there's a divine delay. Because God said, sit at my right hand. So he's following instructions. He said, sit until... So it is the until that he is waiting for. So when you are experiencing a divine delay, you are waiting for a until. When God says until you have a mind that can be able to comprehend what I am doing in your life. Until you have strength to carry the kind of a blessing that I want to bestow upon your life. Until you have grown enough to understand the systems of the kingdom of God, then I can be able to release you to your destiny and then I can be able to release you to that which I have called you to do. And that one is a divine delay. It's a delay that is caused by God. But then there is a deliberate delay. The deliberate delay is the delay that is made by you, that is done by you. You are the one delaying yourself. There is no one else. The devil is not at play. God is not at play. No one is at play. Not even the, 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 the next door is at play. There is no witchcraft. That is the, the, exactly there is, no, there is no witchcraft that is happening around you. Nobody is bewitching you. Nobody hates you. You are your own destruction. You are the one who is delaying themselves. That's a deliberate delay. You are delaying yourself from getting to a place where God wants you to get to. There are things that God has have told you to do, but you are not doing them. You are delaying yourself. There are things that God has clearly played out before you to say this is the step that you need to take. You need to go like this and do that. One, two, three, and four. But you are delaying yourself. You are just sitting there thinking that, no, I will obey when I obey. 
guess what? You are delaying yourself. You hear the word, but you do not put it into practice. Guess what? You are delaying yourself. In many other areas of our lives where God would talk to us, where God would show us things, but then we will delay ourselves by not taking proper action in as far as what God wants us to do. Somebody say amen. amen. That's a deliberate delay, but then there is a demonic delay. The demonic delay is when you are delayed by the devil himself. Somebody say, no more delays. There you are delayed by the devil himself, and the devil is happy because you are not even aware of the fact that the enemy is busy delaying you. Somebody say, amen. Amen. So now, in this case, it is a case like Daniel, where the book of Daniel teaches us that even... On the first day, when, we, when you began to pray and fast, Daniel, your answer was released. And you were supposed to have your breakthrough on the first day of your fasting. But then there was a prince of Persia, who is a demonic force, who was busy standing against your breakthrough. So in other words, God releases your breakthrough, but then the enemy does not want you to get to a place where God wants you to get to. And then the enemy releases his forces, he releases his demonic forces to come and fight you so that you don't receive that which God has planned for you. Some of us, it is because we have maybe opened a door or maybe we did not know of the things that we are supposed to do when we got saved so that we can shut the door for the enemy to be able to cause the things that maybe are from our families to even fall us because sometimes the enemy can be able to even use the delays of what your enemy has been through maybe you are the only one who has ever obtained a decree in your family he will say okay you 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 were able to break through in this area but you are not going to break through in the area whereby and uh, maybe in marriage because there is no one who has ever gotten married in your family such things that are busy following us even when we are saved so there is such a thing called demonic delays whereby God is not preparing you whereby you are not delaying anything, you are not the one who is not doing things the way they are supposed to be done, you are doing everything by the book but there is a prince of patience that is just standing against you and you can feel it, that each and every time I take a step forward it's as if there are ten steps that I am being pushed to backwards, but I'm here to announce to you that there is a God who is able to release fighting angels just like he did for Daniel when the prince of Persia was standing against his breakthrough God then released the fighting angel Michael and Michael was able to fight the prince of Persia and Daniel's breakthrough was able to come to him so God through the force of faith, wants us to be able to experience speed. Shout no more delays. Shout no more delays. I'm sure as I was speaking right now, many of us, you, it went through your minds, which delay has been delaying you? Do you think it's a divine delay? Do you think you are not prepared for what God has shown you? Do you think it is God who is delaying you? Do you think it is yourself who is delaying yourself? 
Or do you think it is the devil himself who is delaying you? But the demonic delay right now, if there is anyone under the sound of my voice who's been delayed by the demonic delays, I declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that you shall push forth, that you shall go forward, that you shall in the name of Jesus Christ reach the higher heights that God wants you to reach. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that speed shall be your portion, that you will never go back again, but forward you shall move in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I don't know which devil sent by who has been trying to delay you, but I stand as the priest in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and I rebuke every devil. I rebuke any demonic delay in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, no delays! Shout one more time, no more delays! I, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but there are always times when you can see that no man I've overstayed this realm. I've overstayed my welcome in this level. Surely there is another level. Surely there is a certain thing that God has for me that is better than what I have seen, that is better than what I have experienced, that is better than my current situation. There is something better that God has for me. I want someone this morning who is angry enough to say no more delays. I've been delayed. I've been delayed long enough. And I didn't know. I thought it was because there are things that are not working, working ago right in my life. However, now I realize this cannot be God. This cannot be myself. Then there is foul play here. There is some demonic delay that is taking place in my life. There is some demonic delay that is taking place in my family. There is some demonic delay that is taking place in my business. There is some demonic delay that is taking place in my ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have come with the priest in the name of Jesus Christ to declare that there shall be no more demonic delays over our destinies, over our callings, over everything that God has in store for us. We declare and we decree that in the name of Jesus Christ, our lives will take shape. Our lives will gain speed. We will be able to run and never be weary. We will walk. We will never faint. Why? Because of speed. Somebody say speed. Come on, turn it into a prayer. Give me speed. Give me speed. Shande Katopa. Give me speed. Give me speed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The children of Israel are another example of demonic delays. Yeah. The promise was there, intact, and you can see it. The painful thing about demonic delays is that, in most cases, you can even see. But you just can't get there. No matter how much you strive, no matter how much you push, no matter how much you try, but you just can't get there. You can see it, but you cannot partake of it. Sometimes the enemy releases you 
just a few steps so that you can be able to see it but never partake of it but I declare this morning that under the sound of my voice God will give you speed to be able to see it and after you have seen it you shall partake of it there is nothing as painful as what took place with the children of Israel where they were able to see the promised land however they could not partake of it why because of unbelief in other words if only they did not say to Moses Moses take us back to the Egyptians why because the pressure of what is taking place in the wilderness but I want you to know that pressure is not going to kill you you only need speed that comes by faith and you can outrun your enemies you can outrun the devil himself you can outrun anything that is trying to pull you back hallelujah speed shout speed shout speed the children of Israel for 40 years they delayed in the wilderness 40 years Instead of 40. Yes. Amen. Yes. Mm. They can calculate. 40. 40 days. Became 40 years. Became 40 years. Delay. So let me tell you something, Daba. Even when you are busy scrutinizing what you are supposed to have, looking what kind of a delay is at play. Do not mama. Even if it's a delay that comes from God, even if it's a delay that is deliberate, whatever kind, tell yourself I will be consistent in trusting God, in praising God, in believing in God. They mamad, and they did not experience the fullness of their breakthrough. How many know that they had already tasted? Because when the spies went, they brought the promise. Sometimes we get a taste of the promise and mistaken the taste of the promise for the promise. That is why you will find people at the beginning of their prosperity, they hold their head up high. No one can touch them anymore. And when you check, no, this person got some money. And when you check, the money is 375 francs. It's not even half of what God wants to do. Three million is relative. Sometimes three million to somebody else is 375 francs. So now, God can cause you to taste what he is about to do in your life. Don't self-destruct. Don't. It's a taste. When you think the position that God has given you at your workplace is all that God has for you, surely you don't know the kind of a God you serve. Because the kind of a God you serve is a big God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ever ask or think. And the Bible says according to the power. According to the power. So now, be careful of the taste. As we are talking about faith, you will see results of faith. Don't have a big head. It's a taste. 
It's the first dimension. The Bible says, Isaac began to prosper. And he continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. So there are three dimensions in this thing. Don't just get to the first level and think you've arrived. No, you have not arrived. There is something greater. There is something better. There is something bigger that God has in store for you. Keep believing. Keep pushing. Keep saying, Lord, I still believe. Even when you are reaching the numbers you've never reached before. Keep saying, Lord, I still believe. For I know there is more in you than meets the eye. And therefore, I will not relax at the beginning of my prosperity. Began to prosper. Continued to prosper. Until he became very prosperous. Some of us are first level, yes, shy. You know, I'm, I'm so big for, for... No. No. It's a taste. You get home. And then no one must speak. You are the only one who makes decisions. At the beginning of your prosperity, just because it has never been seen in your homestand, just because it has never been seen in your family, now you think you are the, the, the next best thing that has ever happened after sliced bread. Eh? Listen. There's more. I, if there is no one who has ever told you, there's more. Listen, there is more. What you have right now is just the tip of an iceberg. God is big and he has big things for you. He has big things for you. That is why the enemy causes you to delay on the way. But he shouldn't have let you come to church this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you will see yourself mounting up with wings like eagle. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you will see yourself soaring up there. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because God is giving us speed. And speed comes through faith. Only through faith that we can have speed. There are many people who won't say anything, but they are running. Many people who are sitting down, not utter a word, but they are running. Why? Because the greatest speed is waiting. The Bible says those that wait upon the Lord shall shall renew their strength. It is those that shall mount up with wings as eagles. It's those. So if you want the secret to speed, you must wait. Wait upon the Lord. Do everything that God tells you to do. Be a fool for God. And say, Lord, I'm going to believe you even if no one else believes you. Lord, I'm going to do the things that you say I must do, even if I don't understand them. But I believe that because you are my God, you have good intentions for me. And therefore, I'm going to do them. I remember, as I told you earlier on, that faith worked for me a great deal when I first began my, in my faith. And I believed God with everything, with every fiber of my being. In fact, I would believe even if they said the fly can be able to be resurrected if you believe. 
I was going to go at home and look for all the dead flies and resurrect them because I believed him with every fiber of my being. And one day when I got a job, I said, now I need a car. I said, I don't have enough money to buy the car that I want to buy. But then I heard someone preach and they said, you can be able to buy from me without money. Yes. Yes. I said what? Yes. So in other words, the money systems can be bypassed. Yeah. It does not necessarily yeah. mean that you can go and claim yeah. and say, I'm taking this car. Yeah. However, it means you can bypass yeah. the money systems yeah. that say yeah. you are supposed to have such and such mm. amount in your account. Yeah. And then after that, you must have such and such amount of a deposit. Mm. And then after that, you must have such and such a credit record before the, back then there were no credit records but a credit bureau and whatnot was the order of the day i was disqualified from all of them just a short story before we go it was because at university i wanted to look like everyone else i saw them wearing like levi's jeans and all of those things and who said these people must open accounts for students it's a system it's a system it's a system on its own it's a system from the devil himself. How? My parents were not even able to buy me books. How am I going to pay for these accounts? So obviously I did not pay for them. When I started working, wanted to have a car. Everything was against me, like literally everything. I'm a, I'm a new employee and uh, um, even the car I want to buy. I can't, everything was just not me and not working for me. But then I heard someone preach about faith. They said things when kids were getting I went home. They said, you must do what you can do. Faith comes. They said faith comes. It means faith is a doing weight. Faith is active. They said you cannot claim to have faith if you are inactive in your faith. And I said, oh, I'm going to have action in my faith. I went home and they said, if there is something that you cannot believe, that you are believing God for, but you cannot uh, afford, do what you can. And God will do what only God can do. I went home and I looked at my bank account and I said, oh, okay, you are this small. There's a big God. I bypassed every system. Locked myself in the room. I prayed. I said, someone said, you are a God who answers. Answer me. I said, someone said, you are able to get faith and you give me resources. I said, okay, no problem. Let's see. I prayed. I prayed until the Holy Spirit led me to a scripture. Enlarge your territory. Enlarge your territory. Make room. I woke up the next morning. I spoke to someone. They said, can you be able to make a carport for me? Because there was no garage at home. And that person said, yes, I, I think I can. What must I buy? They told me. I said, this is what I can afford. I went and I bought a carport. No car. I built the carport at home. It's still there today. If you can go K1132, you will see. It's still there. I bought that carport and I put up the carport. 
after putting up the carport, I said, dear God, what's happening? You said I must give you faith. I'm giving you faith. He said, uh, uh, what else can you afford? I said, I can afford the stuff to wash the car. I went to check us hyper in Gateway. Gateway, after work. Went there and I bought everything. When uh, yes, sham everything, everything in, in the bucket. Yes. I put everything inside the bucket because I don't want anyone to corrupt with my 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 my, my stuff here. Yes, for my new car. Yes, put it in there. I went home and I started praying again. I prayed and prayed and prayed and then God opened my eyes. And said to me, I didn't even know that there was a way yeah. whereby someone can sign surety for you. Yeah. Ah. I looked for the car. I got the car. After, after getting the car, I said, just to cut a long story short, I, talked, I spoke to my brother, who is a very difficult man. Yeah. There are difficult people. And then there's my brother. Spoke to my brother, who is a very difficult person. And last time I spoke about him, he showed up after church. Eh? <laughs> and very difficult man. Spoke to him. I said, I want to buy a car. I don't have deposit. I'm on credit bureau. I don't, like, I, I, I did not have answers. And he is a person who wants you to have answers. But for some reason, God arrested him. He did not ask me any question. He just said, Sissy, where did you see the car that you want? And I told him, and he said, how much can you afford? And I told him, and he said, okay, I'll speak to my banker. Hey, I dropped the phone and I said, Lord, you are doing it. Because it is impossible to please God without faith. Let me tell you something. Even if somebody does not believe in you, but wants you buy it via heaven, they have no choice but to give you that which you are looking for. The problem is that you've been asking people before asking God. There is a way that you can buy in heaven by bypassing any system of this world. Because there is a system in the heavenlies that is called faith. Whereby there are treasures where you can be able to buy. The Bible says buy from me without money. How do we buy from you without money? We buy from you by faith. So in other words, faith is the currency of heaven. And lo and behold, in no time, Without a deposit, without anything, he signed. And then he said to my mom, And I paid for it. And by the grace of God, finished it very quick. And I did not have to even say this, like, and explain to say, you know what, I don't have a credit record, what, what, No. So in other words, if there's something that you are trusting God for and you don't qualify, somebody don't qualify. Somebody say you don't qualify. You must be angry enough to say I qualify in heaven because what makes me qualify in heaven is my faith. And therefore I'm going to use my faith to bypass your system here on earth. And lo and behold, I drove into that carport with my car. Still in credit bureau. Hey. 
Still earning the same amount. Still no deposit. But the deposit was my faith. I was able to send it to God and say, Lord, I'm believing you. And God did it. And many, many, many other testimonies can buy from God without money. And it is possible to experience him at the highest level. Don't settle for the beginning of prosperity. Don't. Don't. Don't think you have arrived. There is more to God. And the greatest tragedy is that you won't know until you get to heaven. What is it that God could have done for you? Had you just said, Lord, I will believe you until I die. Some of us have been believing. But there are things that happened along the way. Now we don't trust. Even if you don't trust men, please do trust God. God is faithful. And if you give him your faith, he will give you all of the resources that you need. Let us stand. God will give you speed. God will bypass any man that is trying to solve you. Have you ever heard someone say, I will sort you out? And those who have been thinking, thinking that they are going to sort you out, they will see you just like in Fuzanin, in Fuzan, Mo. Yes. M-O-L-E. Mole. 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 If you were like me, you didn't know what is in Vuzane. It's a mole. You will be like a mole. Underground. Yesterday, they thought you were down and out because they knew what you were going through. Yesterday, they thought they have buried you because they had facts that you are not doing what you are supposed to be doing the way you are supposed to be doing it. They have an upper hand and they were going to deal with you. But let me tell you something. This thing that God made the mold. Here, it's as if it is buried. The next thing, you don't see it walking up like this while stumbling and navigating. By the time you see it, how did you get here? It is because I have put my faith in Jesus. And he has hidden me while I was going through the rough patch. May God hide you while you are taking your speed. While you are taking off. May God hide you just like him for son. As though you are the underground. As though you are the underdog. As though you are the one who is backward. As though you are the one who will never get to the place of destiny. But may God cause you to have that kind of a submarine. Where you are able to be underground. While you are busy with your speed. And you are able to come out on the other side. And on the other side, you are a surprise. You thought they were going to fire me. I'm here. You thought they were going to not 
Give me that position. I'm here. Guess who is sitting here? A word, a word of caution before we pray. Don't tell everyone what you are doing. It's okay. They must talk about you on the corridors. It's okay. They need the news. Let them have the news. Work your system of the kingdom of God. That's the only way you can gain speed. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. Work this thing. Every Sunday you are at church. Every day you are busy praying. You are doing that which God wants you to do. You become generous through your faith. You do everything that God wants you to do. You keep pressing on. Nothing is looking as though it's happening. You keep pressing on. Nobody thinks there is some movement that is taking place in your life. But you keep pressing on. They will not see the movement because it's underground. It's happening all underground. Don't be the kind of a person who wants to be seen all the time. Sometimes it's okay to operate underground just like in Fuzan so that by the time Uvumbugala, the enemy is surprised. How did you get here? I thought you were well on your way to the door. I thought they were going to demote you. How did you get here? I've been working my faith. I've been working my faith. I've been working my faith and my faith has produced speed. I see you gaining speed. I see you gaining momentum. I see you gaining strength. I see you being able to fight one more day. I see you being able to face that Goliath one more time. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I believe that God is going to give each and every one of us speed in this place. Through our faith, God is going to cause us to go to higher heights, to higher levels. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we are going to give him faith and he's going to give us every resource we need to reach our destiny. God, we thank you that our callings are very important to you and our faith is critical. My God, in the name of Jesus Christ, under the sound of my voice, every believer who believes you for whatever it is that they are believing you for, Lord, I stand in the gap and I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, fight for them. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.